Uh, what's going on, everybody? My name is Andrew. I'm one half of the Two Nerds One Mic podcast. I'm joined here with my fabulous co-host, who is a fabulous man by the name of Tariq. Sometimes spends uh, too much money on his waifus, but it, this time it was for oh a chocolate queen. So we'll let it pass this time. Oh my god, you're gonna bring it up on the podcast now. <laughs> get, get, get it just. Bring up my shortcomings. It was worth it. I got her. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> all right, all right. So we got a we got like a couple things to talk about. I don't know how long this podcast will be, but uh, first thing we'll talk about is uh, just so you know, your boy has his YouTube channel up right now. At uh, the name of it is Chef Daddy. You can go check that out. I'll put the link to it in the description if you're interested. And I will be putting in the older podcast episodes i'll put those on the channel too along with this one at some point so you guys can check that out if you're interested we're gonna be the newest game grumps like it like come on like obviously i have the aaron kind of persona i i feel like andrew's either more of a john tron like don't worry though we'll find a we'll find a danny at some point (laughs) i have not watched them so i don't know how any of them are but Anyway, so we're going to jump in. We got some Pokemon stuff to talk about. So first off, we're going to talk about Pokemon Home because I've had it for a little bit. Tariq just got it. Uh, how do you feel about Pokemon Home, Tariq? Um, okay, mainly I just got it just so I can get like uh, the different ability like uh, starter Pokemons like Sniper and Tillion. Uh, what was it? Like, uh, I forgot the name of the of cinderace's hidden ability but like uh, it's pretty much just the same as like greninja's protein ability in gen 6 and um pretty much like um what i had to say about like pokemon home it i i don't like it especially like the fact that like um like once i put certain pokemon in there they're just kind of stuck in there uh and another thing i kind of didn't like was just like a I just don't see myself paying for that shit, like, only for, especially, like, um, nowadays, because, like, uh, I'm not really into that Pokemon that much, but I still am talking from the perspective of a person who is, like, super into Pokemon, like, when they got Pokemon Bank, and now they're just being told, hey, not all those Pokemon can go in here. Or like, a, I mean, they can all go. All, they can all go into Pokemon Home. It's just not. I mean, like, all of them can go Pokemon into. Sword and Shield. Not yet, anyways. Well, like, yeah, the po- well, most people would just want to just shove their Pokemon in there, be like, ah, hey, now I got this like a uh, super shiny Shinx or whatever in there. I mean, I guess that's a bad example since Shinx is in there now, but like, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I suppose, and, but I mean, if you're gonna. If you just, like, what are you going to do with them when you put them in there? Because you're not going to be doing much with them. They're just going to be sitting in your box. So what's the difference between them sitting in your box and them sitting in the boxes of Pokemon Home? Uh, I mean, I guess, like, the difference is, like, hey, you can actually use them. I suppose. Like, like, again, because, like, for example, um, one of my... One of the YouTubers that I like uh, to look at for, like, uh, Pokemon videos and stuff would be Shofu. Shoutouts to Shofu and whatnot. And, like, oh, yeah, um, you subscribe to Shofu? Y- you're, you're bringing that up? You're bringing that up? <laughs> yeah, again? I'm bringing that up. That's what we're doing. Oh, my God. Call back to unsubscribe. Is that what, what we're doing? Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. You didn't um, answer my question, watched- Freak. 
Oh my god. Yes, I'm subscribed. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Like, um, pretty much, like, uh, in the days of X and Y, he made this whole breeding video for, like, a, a specific Charizard X, to which, like, I thought, ooh, that'd be some shit that I want. I want that Charizard X. And really, what I'm trying to say here is, like, give me that fucking Mega Stone, Nintendo. I have it. Oh, like, yeah, they, it's need just... to, they need to bring back the freaking Mega Evolution. Yeah, because, like, Mega like, because pretty much Gigantamaxing is the same fucking thing as Mega Evolution, except it's only for three turns, and it's, like, l a little less cool, because, like, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say less cool, because, like, there's still, like, transformations and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I, I think they're both, like, really cool, but in their own, like, categories. They can't really be compared as levels I mean, of coolness. Yeah. I mean, well, like, it's pretty obvious to style right there. Um, Mega Charizard X is a fucking boss. Like, come on. Come on. He finally turns into a dragon type. And they get, and they gave him so much love in X and Y. Like, um, mainly because, like, one, like, uh, in Pokemon Origins, or, I pre Origins, I said Orange. Uh, Pokemon pretty much oranges. like, uh, oh my god. Anyway, like, um, like, uh, Red had his Charizard evolve into make a Charizard X and beat the shit out of Mewtwo, to which I thought was pretty fun. And then, like, um, in the actual anime, there was an actual trainer, I forgot his name, uh, but, like, uh, he was whole, he was pretty much based on using dragon types and whatnot, and like his ace Pokemon was Charizard, which had the Mega Charizard X transformation, and like, uh, he, he pretty much helped out Ash a bunch, and like, I forgot if he's like, the champion of Kalos or whatnot in the anime, but like, he was, he was pretty goddamn cool in my opinion, and like, um, Alan, I think his name was Alan, there we go, and um, pretty much, like, uh, they, they had him fight um, Leon. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the champion. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I still don't like him, by the way. Total bullshit of a character. Uh, yeah. we're not we're not gonna start on this too. Leon is so cool. You're just a hater. Oh, my. Just a hater. Dude, dude, dude. You're just I upset keep... because Leon isn't edgy and doesn't have a Mega Charizard X. Oh my! <laughs> you, you know what? My nigga got a cape. He's got a cape and a snapback on. How can oh you get included in a cape and a snapback? Oh my god, I don't... I, first of all, first of all... When and I told you black. about this... Oh you can't get don't, cooler don't than get that. me started on that again. The, the moment you told me... The moment I told you about this before, like, actually before... <laughs> like, uh, in, in real life, not on the show. Like, you said, how are you not gonna support your brothers, Tariq? Exactly. To which I said... To which I said, this ain't about being black, alright? You got like, the first yeah. black champion in Pokemon, and you oh don't like him, you're not supporting the grind, the hustle? Oh my god. First of all, first of all, like, uh, anyone, like, um, ever since X and Y, anyone could be a champion now. Or any black person could be a champion now. It could be you, Andrew. Like, you just, just change your skin color a little bit. Boom, you're black, and now you're the champion. There you go. Anyway, um... The, my point stand, uh, my point being, I just didn't like the fact that how, like, uh, Leon, like, 
beat Mega Evolution Charizard X when I feel like, nah, nah, in my heart of hearts, I know Charizard X would have won, like, with those dragon claws and whatnot. And also, like, um, I'm pretty sure, like, um, I'm pretty, not, it's not Earthquake, but I'm pretty sure that, like, uh, Charizard can learn some kind of rock-type move that would have destroyed, like, uh, that Charizard Gigantamax, even if it's just big, because it's still just fire-flying, which would make it super weak. Yeah, um, perhaps, like but a, I don't think there's like, any strong rock-type moves that Charizard can learn. Yeah. Maybe Rock Throw, I think, or some shit like that. Yeah, but like uh, we get we get we get a little bit off topic there. Um, we uh, oh shit, I, got, uh, I guess. Uh, I, I like I got a little okay, fine. <laughs> I got a little off topic. All right, so um, uh, Pokemon Home is like fine, I guess. I'm like uh, I only ha I'm only able to use it for like two games, which is Pokemon Sword and Shield and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And, uh, oh, yes, I should mention, I got the Pikachu version, because, like, basically, that's just, pretty much, that's just a yellow remake, so I figured, why not just get the yellow version? Anyway, um, I was able to bring in my Squirtle and, like, uh, my Charizard from that game, to which, like, ooh, hey, now I have all the Kalos starters. And, um, yeah. And, um, you mean I also Kanto like- starters? Oh, sorry, Kanto starters. I wish they had the Kalos starters. Fuck, ninja. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, it, you you don't under you didn't even like Greninja. You don't understand. He's alright. At best, uh, Greninja is mid. Honestly, Greninja. Grenin the Kalos starters aren't even that great. Honestly, the grass type is utter ass cheeks. Honestly, I don't even know who who thought that was a good idea. Freaking that starter was god awful. And then uh, Froki and uh, whatever Finnegan are all right. They're decent, like, but yeah, like nothing, nothing amazing. Like, well, like it was amazing enough for them to get into Smash Bros. I mean, Greninja's the only one in Smash. Okay, okay, you know what? Like, we're ninjas in Smash Bros. That's because he's That's a ninja I... frog, alright? What does that have to do with it? They could have added someone else from Pokemon into there. No, it's because he's a ninja frog and it was a new Pokemon by the time when Smash 4 came out. So that's why he got added into it. Alright, alright. Well, well, whatever. The point is, the point is, um, like, um, I got, like, all three of the Kanto starters into Sword and Shield and, like, uh, to my surprise, like, uh, they're actually decently well-balanced. Like, uh, it, like, its special attack, uh, for, or my Squirtle's special attack, was like, Ooh, best! Yeah, you're doing good, Tariq! And to which, like, I thought, man, even back then I knew what I was doing. I didn't need no judge function, ooh. Oh, wow. You just so happened to catch a Squirtle with really good stats. Uh, you, you know what? You know what? You know what? Whatever. 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 <laughs> the point is, I had a I had a good Squirtle at the time, okay, and um, okay. um, what else? What else? Um, I also kind of like 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 I said before, the reason why I got Pokemon Home was to get like those certain um starter the new Sword and Shield starters, but like their hidden abilities. I also like the fact that their natures are like perfectly fit for their like uh typings and whatnot because mm -hmm. like uh for example like cinder um 
the one that's going to end up becoming Cinderace, like, he's jolly nature, so, like, ooh, he's going to be fast. Like, he's not super strong, but, ooh, is he going to hit quick? And uh, then there's, like, uh, Garuki. He's adamant nature to, like, ah, he's going to hit hard and strong. And, like, I forgot the nature for Antillion, but, like, uh, I already, like, uh, it's already going to be, like, best stat for, like, uh, his special attack, to which, yeah. like, Ooh, that's gonna fit so well with his sniper ability. To which, by the way, like, I looked up this video to which, like, uh, I got him, like, this critical lens thing. Yeah. Ooh, Andrew, like, you better hope your whatever Pokemon you have for me is super fast, because if not, you will stand crit. zero chances crit. against the crit. team I will build up, all right? You will stand zero chances. It's gonna be crit all over. Not happening. Not happening. You don't get a chance to land a crit on me. I'll nah. be. I'll, I'll one shot all your Pokemon. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um. Oh, but uh, one thing I do like for like Pokemon Home, if you use like the app version, they added in like a system for you to trade. They added like the Wonder Trade or whatever it's called now, the Surprise Trade. Or whatever right. then they have like the global global trade station so you don't need to like be on like the app on your switch or be in the game for pokemon sword and shield to like trade all those pokemon away so like if you if you're like me and have like five full boxes of fucking pokemon eggs or even more from trying to like beat the perfect pokemon or try to hatch a shiny you could you could just move those over into your uh pokemon home boxes and just surprise trade them all away and then try and get something nice out of it oh yeah i guess that would be kind of nice like um I, like I, I don't think i'd be able to do that though because like uh like i said i only got it so i can get those starters so like i'm i didn't pay them anything yeah. like i'm just using the basic plan yeah so like uh yeah if i if i end up trading too much or at least find 30 good pokemon like that's it like ooh, hey these guys are staying here forever and i can't even put them into sword and shield or anything yet or like that's just assuming i i get 30 good pokemon that can't go into sword and shield i guess yeah speaking of sword and shield uh the isle of armor came out um i think like a week ago yeah yeah, yeah a week ago uh so what are your uh first impressions or thoughts and impressions well first off did you finish the uh, dlc for it okay so i got cub foo that's that's, that's what as far i as got. got okay so yeah. what do you think of the dlc as far as you've gotten so i wouldn't say it's worth 15 dollars so far as so far because like kind of seems like all they've added were the new pokemon and um pretty much like the ability to walk with your pokemon to which oh hey this brings up a point that everyone's been making fun of animations again are trash in this game hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up what animations yeah. are trash for the walking all i've seen are people walking into the pokemon as they're standing still which is something you it's them making fun of them doing something that they shouldn't be doing they, oh, they walk into the Pokemon and then pinch the Pokemon up against the wall and the Pokemon like pops out behind them because the Pokemon shouldn't be doing that in the first place because you shouldn't be walking into the Pokemon. The Pokemon's supposed to be following you. So I don't understand why people would like people would like, oh, we can't nitpick nitpick on a game without or make fun of something without being called nitpicky. But you 
making fun of something that you sh of doing something in the game that shouldn't be happening. All right, all right. Well, let me tell you this. You know how like there's a giant whale war, whale, whale lord in the middle of the sea, yeah. but then you see how it's actually supposed to look, and then when you catch it, it's just way freaking smaller. Tell me how that works, Andrew. Like, how do, that just takes you. Tariq, when you pull, when you pull the damn whale lord out in the middle of a battle, where in the world are you gonna have the space to fit that whale lord? No, no, doesn't well, it make more sense all, to just scale it down so it fits in the fucking battlefield? Just be happy they put the giant ass warlord in the fucking ocean where it should be, not no, in some fucking no, lake. No. Giant warlord <laughs> in the lake that doesn't make sense. He's not gonna fit in there. That's like putting freaking a five thousand pound man in a blow up kiddie pool. <laughs> No, no, Andrew, Andrew. But all I'm saying, though, is like, well, it's in water, though. Shouldn't it stay the same fucking size? Like, come on. The battlefield yeah, like, isn't that big, Tariq. Or are you talking about okay, when it follows no, you? No, I'm talking about, like, when you're walking around with it, I Oh, guess. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and, like, because, again, that's one of the animation things that I don't even think it's... Is it even about. animated to move? I haven't gone out to it. I just saw it out in the ocean. I didn't go over to it, though. Yeah, if you ca if you catch it or like catch another whale lord and put it up against it, you'll notice how your whale lord is uh, very much smaller for some reason. To which I feel like, yo man, yo man, this doesn't look right. I mean, if you had that whale giant whale lord following you, it would block out your whole fucking camera. Well, no, no, no. What it, it like? No, uh, like no, if anything, no, no. we just like more. See what you're doing right now is nitpicking. There's just no reason for you to need a ginormous warlord following you when there's one in the fucking ocean. Just, just admire the one in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, but what if you catch the one in the fucking ocean, though, Andrew? That would mean why would it suddenly shrink down? That makes no sense. Obviously, it doesn't make no sense, but it's freaking convenient. The freaking I doubt the switch would be able to process a freaking ginormous warlord following you around really? everywhere, or it would get in the way. Say it can't process when it's done doing like so many other things. If it's able to process, a, 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 we're going to Breath of the Wild for a little bit here. If it's able to process a giant like robot well, flying those are, around, those are two. Those are two completely different uh, games. No, two I'm completely different engines of. So yeah, I guess games. And the the flying bird is so far in the sky that's probably not even a solid model up there until you get up there, anyways. So oh god, the, the, right, it's not fine. like it's How not like the whole dungeon is just floating up there. That's probably just an animation of the bird flying around until you get up there, and then it's the actual. All right, fine. Then what about the giant lizard that's walking around by lava? Um. That's probably the same thing. The only thing you could probably count is the freaking elephant and the freaking, like, giraffe thingy. Alright, fine. What about those then, Andrew? I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. And those thing, those giant... things aren't even as big oh when you're up God. next to it. Oh my God. I am pretty sure if you put them together side by side, you'd find them they're just as big. Well, I guess they're probably... Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one, but no. It's, it's completely different completely you just said the switch wouldn't be able to power it and so which i feel like yeah but i'm talking about i'm talking about the engine for pokemon as uh, as uh, per the engine for breath of the wild because breath of the wild is way more graphically superior than pokemon sword and shield by a well, long that's shot. 
Well, you know what? Maybe Pokemon should do better. Maybe Pokemon should try and be like Breath of the Wild. And as you as you also know, freaking Game Freak has is a small studio. I don't know which studio, unless it's just Nintendo by itself that makes fucking The Legend of Zelda. But they probably have more freaking people working on Legend of Zelda than Pokemon. Because they pump uh, out Pokemon I- games faster than they pump out Legend of Zelda games. Like like they yeah. they announced freaking Breath of the Wild Part Two or whatever like two years ago or some shit and we haven't seen any shit on that since. All right, okay. First of all, I have my iPad right here, so I can correct you right there. How long did ago we- did they reveal it? I was just guesstimating. New trailer. Ah, it was one year ago. Okay. All right, you got me there. Well, I said like two years, but they were they were like they were like you want to see Breath of the Wild two, and everybody was like, yeah. They were like, okay, bye, and then we haven't (laughs) heard anything from them since. Okay, well, in their defense, like uh, they're they're really making a masterpiece over there. You know how long it took for the real Breath of the Wild to come out? I mean, the first Breath of the Wild to come out, like Jesus. Like um, I hadn't heard of it until the Switch came out. Yeah, because like. uh, it was originally for the Wii U, but everyone knew that was a hot pile of garbage. So it took them a whole new system. It, like they had to make a whole new system for I mean, Breath they, of the Wild. They didn't even ad- they didn't even advertise the fucking Wii U and and gave it a fucking shitty ass name. I mean, like I feel like it, it, Wii U doesn't sound that bad. If anything, is yeah, just- but it's it's just too confusing. You say Wii U, and then people are like old parents or some shit are gonna think it's just the Wii. They're not gonna know the difference between a Wii and a Wii U. Well, okay, well, maybe they're expecting parents to to know better. No, they're not. Freaking companies are so freaking disconnected from freaking society. Freaking, then I, I didn't even know what the Wii U was until like two, three years after it had already came out. I played on I played on it a little like uh, in my high school days, but like uh, those those are long gone, I guess now. Okay, but yeah. we're getting off topic. Back to the Sword yeah. and Shield Isle of Armor. Right, so, right. Uh, I I don't like it. I don't. You like don't it. you don't like it so far? Uh, like it's just not worth the money. I feel like, and I ended up I ended up paying for like the expansion pass, to which is another thing I didn't like about it, cause like I looked on the Nintendo thing or Nintendo eShop, so I can just buy the Isle of Armor DLC, so I can be like, all right, I'll spend fifteen bucks on it, and if I like this DLC, I'll get the other. But uh, apparently, they only have the expansion pass. Well, maybe you didn't look hard enough. Well, you know what, Andrew. Did, did did you have the Isle of Armor thing? Did you just buy that? No, I bought the or expansion pass because I'm a real pass? nigga. I'm a real oh, Pokemon fan. Did. I bought the expansion oh, pass. I dropped so, a check. You know, you know what? You know what? Fine, fine. I'll whip out my Switch right now. Uh, that's unnecessary. Uh, while Tariq's fucking around doing whatever he's doing, my thoughts and impression on uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor. Uh, really, I didn't really know what to expect right, from... On, nope, I'm going without you. You can listen to it later. Alright, uh, sorry. Like, um, my mic kind of... Well, my uh, phone decided to, like, go off and connect you to my headphones instead of my actual mic. Oh, uh, okay. 
Uh, don't worry about it. I'm just talking about Actually, my thoughts and impressions. Hang on. No, you good. All right, go. Uh, all right, so all right, all right. I didn't know what to honestly because this is like the first like kind of actual DLC Pokemon has ever done so like I didn't really know what to expect or anything and just for you know this from my impression because I finished the DLC um, I thought it was all right I'd give it like somewhere from like either like a six or seven out of ten uh, it was just kind of I don't know like weird I guess in a way like some things I liked was obviously they let you have your Pokemon follow you around and then the whole thing with cub through and everything and like the whole Isle of Armor just looks like really nice like the areas look really nice but a bad thing for that is it seems very empty because you have this whole you have this big island but there's like no trainers anywhere and I found that also weird the only people you battle are like the people from the dojo but there's not any like i would expect there to like be dojo people like around out in the wild that you can battle so you can like train more pokemon up or something like that but they didn't really have any of that and then right. and then but also finishing it kind of made me like excited well i wouldn't say excited but uh anticipated like i'm anticipated for the uh second dlc because the mustard guy was kind of hinting at something that was ah, something, spoilers it's not spoilers but it, it's they, they were kind of hinting at towards the uh second dlc so i'm interested right. to know what's gonna happen uh in that dlc the frozen tundra that's that's all i could say without spoiling anything for Tariq because he's slacking behind uh, you know what? Whatever, whatever. So also, like, um, back to the topic of like, well, not back. While I was going to get my switch and to prove you wrong, like, uh, yeah, yeah, they don't sell them separately. So Nintendo being greedy, I guess. So which, like, I, I, I like, I don't if know, I could, thirty dollars, dude, dude, for like, two things, <laughs> one, one freaking regular DLC from. A triple A game would cost you somewhere between twenty five to thirty dollars for one of them, and you get thirty dollars for two of them. So I wouldn't call that greedy. Okay, the point is, I could have spent fifteen dollars and like avoided like avoided spending fifteen dollars on something else because like yeah, though, I know for a fact you would definitely buy the second DLC. Stop trying to cap like that, dog. No, if I didn't like it, if I didn't like it, no, you no, definitely would have bought the other DLC, Mister, Mister. I'm a rebuy Persona Five for twenty more minutes no. of extra content. No, no, no. no. Yes. First of all, first of all, <laughs> for, not for, even the same for one thing. waifu for one waifu in a different ending. No, well, first of all, first of all, like, I'm glad you brought this up again, because, like, uh, now I have something to retort with, because, uh, like, in order to, like, get this ending, I have to be friends of, like, uh, oh, uh, spoilers for anyone trying to play Persona 5 The Royal, but, like, uh, pretty much I have to befriend the, like, uh, the traitor of the group, like, uh, his name's Akechi Agoro, and, like, um, pretty much, 
Like, he's gonna backstab me in the back pretty soon. But, because I've already made friends with him, he's not gonna do that. Or, like, he still is, but, like, he'll feel somewhat bad about it later. And, like, uh, that oh, way wow. I can be Thank like... You. Yeah, yeah, and now, like, when I face him off in the boss fight, I'm hoping, because, like, um, one of the confidants, he, like, gives you this option, like, he plays it off as a joke, but, like, he says, yo, like, uh, your phantom thieves are about to be dismembered soon, why don't you leave them and join me? And to which, like, you had the three options of never, why would I do that, or... I'll think about it. To which, like, uh, if you go with the I think about it, like, he'll be like, oh, oh, there's a chance. Mm, all right, I like this. To which, like, um, my point is there's more than just a new waifu and a different ending. Like, there's, like, two other people you can, like, okay, three other people you can be friends with. And, like, uh, I will not stand for you to compare Persona 5 to Pokemon, especially when you can actually date someone in I, Persona 5. I don't know, man. People were complaining that about having to buy a whole new game for Pokemon DLC or complaining about having to buy DLC, but nobody's complaining about having to rebuy the whole game for Persona 5 for a little bit of DLC. Okay, well, that's just because Persona has always kind of done this. Because, like, um... So is Pokemon. Okay. It's the same First thing. of all, they've never done DLC. Yeah, but they've always released the same game with a little bit added stuff. Which is what Persona 5 did. Okay, okay. I guess technically that's true, but, it's like, most people... It's not technically, it's the facts. It's the cold, uh, hard facts. Okay. But the thing is, you didn't have to buy that other version. For example, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. You didn't have to buy Platinum. It already, like, if you, like, if a kid walked up in the streets and be like, yo, I have Platinum, let's battle. It, it would still connect it to Diamond and Pearl and shit. Um, uh, uh, the only thing that would be kind of relevant to that, like, a situation would be Pokemon Black and White 2, I think. Because I don't know if they connected to Black and White. So, like, uh, uh I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, but you, could, like, you could connect uh, Diamond and Pearl to Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do know that because, like, uh, because, like, uh, there's, like, this certain event thing where, like, ooh, hey, Arceus has just made you Dialga or Giratina or w one of the three legendary Pokemon there, to which I thought was kind of cool, but a little weird, too. But, like, um my point being my point being the story is still all the same in those games and like it still doesn't really change that much but like um for persona 5 uh, persona 5 the royal and stuff like that this okay i should probably clarify persona 5 the royal uh persona 4 golden and persona 3 like um the answer um there's a different ending that will explain, like, so much shit! Like, uh, for example, the best example I can think of is Persona 3, the answer, is, like, um, pretty much the main character you play as, like, uh, in the end of the game, you're dying, uh, not, no, it's played off as if you're sleeping on your robot waifu's lap, and, like, oh, hey, I'm really tired, I'm gonna take a little nappy nap, and, like, that's how the game ends. 
but like uh, in Persona 5, uh, Persona 3, the answer, nope, the main character's dead. And um, now you, the robot waifu, have to move on with life and accept the reasons why he left you here. To which, like, you know what? A little bit of a heartbreak right there, but like, mm, glad I got that closure. And uh, then there's Persona 4, the golden, um, pretty much like a... Uh, okay, that one I can't actually say because between you and me, I haven't actually played Persona F 4, so okay. like I can't really talk that much. But for Persona 5, I could already tell, like, yo, man, there's so much stuff that's different. Also, I can throw darts now. That wasn't in the original game. Oh, wow. You can throw darts. How, how, much uh, you, how, much, how many darts you been throwing, Tariq? How many darts you been throwing? Let me, let me hear it. What's your highest score like, in the dart throwing? I mean, like, it's not really a high score thing, but, like, uh, I do want to say that I have, like, a, my, like, a, my b baton pass thing maxed out with Ryuji, to which, like, is a thing that, that's why you throw the darts, so, like, you and your team have a little bonding moment, be like, yo, man, play these darts with me, I'll be better out in battle, <laughs> to which, like, alright, fun little mini game, and I get to play with my best buddy, ooh, alright. Okay. And like um, okay. so whatever. I, I, I've thrown a lot of times. I can say that, but okay, whatever. Alrighty, All right. Then. So if you had to rate the uh, Isle of Armor, what would you rate it out of ten? Um, I, I like I'd give it like a, a solid six out of ten, mainly because of the waifu character. That because I played Sword, because I yeah. played Sword, Pokemon Sword, I, I, stay winning. We got the waifu character, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I saw a little funny comic where, like, pretty much, like, uh, the protagonist of Sword or Sword and Shield Boy, like, uh, he, the girl is, like, saying, like, hey, you got the sword version, right? That's how you get to play with me. But, like, you know, then he's like, ah, no, I got Shield. And that's when the psychic dude comes and be like, you don't need that girl. You got <laughs> me, the best rival. So much like nah, nah, that's not it. The only thing cool about that dude is his hat with the pokeballs flying around it. Yeah. Alrighty. But yeah, like, I, I said I'd give it like maybe like somewhere between like maybe six point five or seven. I don't know. Out of ten, right. something like that. And then I also saw a couple arguments upon the uh, whole new Pokemon versus old Pokemon. As well, like, the, uh, uh, are you talking about games or just Pokemon in general? The games, I suppose. Like, people were complaining. Like, they were people were having an argument about um, wanting Game Freak to take longer time to put out a better game rather than just pumping out games. I guess how how they are. And then, but people were saying only like the small portion of like the super hardcore Pokemon fans want like a super big threshed out Pokemon game with like a super big story and like have it be actually challenging than how it is now as from recent times to being like super easy where but like honestly the only the only game Pokemon games I found challenging was uh Emerald or Sapphire Ruby. That was the only one I found challenging. Like, excuse me. Like when you run into May, I think on like Route t 110, 
boy, he would fuck your ass up in that game. Mm-hmm. I was I was dreading running into May on Route 110, and then like the Elite Four was pretty tough. But that's the only game I thought was actually challenging. All the other ones just seemed pretty easy. And then the whole argument about the story not being very good for Pokemon Sword and Shield. But honestly, the only Pokemon game with an actual good story is Black and White and Black and White Two. All the other ones' stories are just not there really. That's how I feel personally for it. They're not very mm-hmm. memorable. The only thing the I only mean, th- like I feel like everyone remembers like uh, uh, like I play Fire Red and stuff like that, and like I know how that feels and stuff. Like I remember playing that, getting all excited, and like um, yeah, I did too. I look- but I wouldn't like- really say that there was like an actual story there. It was just get the gym badges and stop Team mm-hmm. Rocket, I guess. But there really wasn't a story it was just oh team rockets in your way like it was it's mostly you beating team rocket because they're in your way but only like the only time you go out of your way to beat team rocket is when you go down into their base and clear out everybody but other than that it's only because they're really in your way and you need them out of your way that you go and defeat team rocket i mean well in that case let me bring up sun and moon because like uh I'll be honest, like, I know some people, some people might not like it, some people do, but, like, I was, like, I'm not talking about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but, like, just uh, just straight up Sun and Moon. I I like those games for the story and whatnot. Oh, I like like, those for the story, too. Yeah, yeah, because, like, ooh, Lily, ah, come here, girl. Like, that scene where, like, ah, my skirt's all wet. Ooh, (laughs) you know it, girl. Ah, (laughs) You know I'm I'm playing the moves. And, like, um, also, there's that thing with their mom and stuff like that. Yeah. Ah, lady. That's, in that's it. why I wish they would have like complete like went more because she like leaves with her mom to like go get her help or some shit. And I didn't, I didn't really finish. I played Ultra Moon, but I didn't finish it because it really just seemed like the same exact thing, just with a couple extra yeah. characters. So then I didn't really, I couldn't really be bothered to fucking finish the game because I played it too early within my uh, time of playing Sword. I mean. Uh, sun and moon so right, I just right. really didn't feel like playing it maybe at some point I'd go back to it in a year or so but as it stands right now I have no interest in beating it but I wish they I wish they would have did more like black and white too and just had it been in like the same region but just like a certain yeah, time like a few later yeah, a few, le- few, few years later and see yeah. how shit like, changes that's what, everyone, that's what everyone thought like it was gonna be and like I feel like there was a, a little bit of a backlash because like people said like I thought this was gonna be the like new black and white too. Yeah. Because like it, they totally could have done that or something but I, like that. But at the same time, I feel like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out way too early for it to have been like black and white too, for them to not think up a whole new story and add whole new characters. I feel like that it would have came out way too fast. I mean, like, yeah, man. If they did, like, I, I praise them for that. Like, yeah. ooh, you guys, you guys are on top. I was, I was getting a little worried. Where is Lily? <laughs> I want to know what happens to her. Like, she's in Kanto now, and like, you know what? You know what? I, I like, I know Pokemon Yellow, uh, not Pokemon Yellow, uh, Pokemon Pikachu, and Pokemon Let's Go, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Eevee, Let's Go Eevee. Like, uh, they take place in Kanto and whatnot, and like, um. 
for the life of me, I was kinda hoping that, like, yo, since our character isn't canonically red or anything like that, because, like, uh, red's already in the game. In yeah. There. Like, um, I was thinking, ooh, so this is in the future, current time, good. Where's Lily? Where's she at? I know she's here, but, like, uh, she, she didn't pop up, and I was sad. Who knows? Like, maybe Pokemon will make a game where, uh, in the Kanto region or some shit like that, and you can go and you'll you'll meet up with her. I hope they yeah. go more into depth with that part of the story, though. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. And and also, I like uh, like one scene where I I really thought thought Gladian was cool. Was like, don't worry, Savali. Like uh, like I forgot if he said God. He probably didn't say God Slayer, but he might as well fucking have because like when they were fighting an Ultra Beast, he was like, don't worry. Savali's specifically made to be a god slayer here because like uh, it like it was just so cool to which like lame, edgy edgy lame. Uh, uh, you know whatever, lame. whatever. Lame. He, he was cool <laughs> he was a cool part of the story Andrew lame. I don't want to hear it the coolest thing he did was his Jojo poses that's another thing Jojo poses how can people not like Sun and Moon I know like, the, God, jo the Jojo like, poses were dope yeah man like um I remember like uh, when it first came out like uh, there was this certain video of like uh, they, they pretty much just put Gladian over Dio for the first Jojo opening to which like ooh this is nice I could I could see Gladian being Dio and whatnot but then we learned his story and whatnot and yeah. also how like a, the, this one scene where he kisses Lily and whatnot and everyone commented ooh incest that's wrong what, he kissed her on the lips yeah 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 because like uh, remember like a uh, Gladian I mean not Gladian Dio was doing that in the opening and since like uh, the guy who made this video didn't really know the story of pokemon uh, sun sh sun and moon at the time oh, like okay. uh, like uh, he thought like ah oh, lily seems to be the waifu of this sh of this game let me just put her there for the marina <laughs> but like uh, he got a lot of backlash for it and like uh, eventually he just came out with the comment of like i didn't know at the time <laughs> calm down <laughs> okay, okay. Which, like, yeah. I liked. Uh, my point being, like, uh, I can totally understand why people are saying, like, yo, a story needs to be better. Because, yeah, like, uh, yeah, stories can be good for the game and stuff. I, I like that. Yeah. Also, add more waifus. Add more waifus in a good story, and boom, you got a good Pokemon gamer. Oh, yeah. Alright, moving on. Uh, Monday, well, it's time we're recording this, it's Wednesday the 24th of june on monday they revealed uh the new arms character for smash bros and it came out to be min min how's that doing for you how you feel about that Tariq? rule 34 is having a fucking field day with her oh yeah 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 oh, I haven't, uh, maybe, maybe 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 i'll have to check that out who knows <laughs> this week on Two Nerds and West One Mike, we're gonna be doing hentai reviews. <laughs> we would love to show you, but it's a radio show, so you know, whatever. Anyway, only for our um, eyes to see. But yeah, how do you how do you feel how do you feel about uh, Min Min and Smash? Uh, she seems like a good character. Like, um, 
pretty much I kind of don't like how like uh, it, it says like she's more good for the far range and stuff to which like uh, you know what that seems fair like with those stretchy arms and whatnot yeah. but at the same time I feel like yo man that's not gonna be very helpful like competitively because like um in most games, like uh, it's just gonna be like one on one, and if your arms are reaching out to your opponent and they just jump, um, that's not gonna do you any good. Especially considering how like if they just jump and dodge that arm, it's gonna miss the hit. But like uh, for like party games and stuff like that, for example, if, like uh, next time you and the boys just go play Smash Bros in a big old brawl. Like, yeah, yeah, she'll be pretty fun. Like, she'll probably get a lot of people pissed off. Be like, stop being Minmin! But, yeah. like, uh, uh, as far as competitive play goes, I don't think she'll be all that great. But, like, uh, as far as, like, uh, just regular fun games, yeah, yeah, she seems like a good character. Yeah, it just, I feel like it just depends on uh, how how fast her attacks can be from, like, stretching out so, so far. Because then, uh, then it'd be easier for her to hit if they if they move too slow then she's not gonna be able to do anything especially against a really fast character like fox or somebody yeah she won't she won't again another person will fall beneath the mighty blade of cloud strife oh yeah <laughs> yeah cloud, okay. cloud strife best character still standing by that been no, you're right. been two years i think since <laughs> ultimate came out Best character still. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, I I remember I looked at it. I took a quick look at the reveal trailer, but I didn't look at like the in-depth uh, like character breakdown because I had some shit to do, so I didn't really have time to look at it. So from what I saw, she looked pretty fun, but maybe later I'll check out. Like I don't know exactly what all her moves all all are and like what they all do, but. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping for Ribbon Girl or the, uh, Melanin Queen Twintel. I would love to have her, the, the thick lady, but, uh, oh, right, right. Min, Min Min's nice. You get, get a nice addition for our, our boy Etika. I know he liked Min Min, so he would have been stoked to see her in Smash. He would have lost his shit. It would have been amazing, but yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to play her. She comes out on the 29th, I believe. Ooh, that's not too far away. Yeah, like in a few days. And then, last but not least, we also have The Last of Us 2. I was watching, actually before we started the podcast, I was watching somebody play The Last of Us 2 on Twitch. And from from what, I've, from what I saw, the game looks good in everything, like gameplay-wise and everything. Mm-hmm. It looks interesting. It doesn't really seem like anything's new besides, like, um, guns and shit. Like they have like right, new right. guns and whatnot. But other than that, obviously, like what other people said, they really haven't really innovated on any of the gameplay. It's kind of just like the same thing, just with the added effect of hiding in tall grass, apparently, and then being able to jump and like mantle over things and shit like that. Right, right. But like, but from like the snippet of the story I saw, it seemed pretty interesting too. Just like some of those things that are just kind of ridiculous of the story that they've done i can like, see why um, people would be upset yeah yeah a lot of people are upset about the story like um but I, I i recently saw like a video game donkey review of the of last of us 2 and like uh he kind of likes it but like uh, 
that's just because like um he's i i feel like uh, oh god i probably shouldn't be saying his name because like now he's gonna call me out um, no he won't yeah like i don't know like he i feel like if anyone he he'd be the one <laughs> anyway um he'd be the one youtuber to be like this little shit this little youtube not even a youtuber a podcast person <laughs> anyway um um pretty much like from what he said he finds the game pretty nice because like uh he's i guess he wasn't all that caring for the story of the last of us the first one yeah. so like he was able to get behind like ooh, it's a revenge story and like uh being able to play as like uh the bad the bad guy in this game only like uh it just flips the situation around he was able to like you know what all right i can get behind it i don't like it that much but i can get behind it you know that's, to a, which, like, that's a good thought though for like this whole story of the last of us because like uh when i was watching like um the dude that was playing the game he was like if you think about it in this like whole like universe that the game is thought up in and the whole world that's built like who who's really like the bad guy from like what he's all been through because like you can't really say who's right and who's wrong you know i mean yeah but like at besides the same just like time, from personal preference yeah well actually actually since i'm since i'm already talking about a different youtuber i'm gonna bring up like the game theory people because like uh ooh, did they they came up with this whole video where like they described Whoa. like ooh. Oh, oh, sorry, like, my phone decided to, like, go off, but, like, um, pretty much, like, um, Game Theory decided to say, like, hey, saving Ellie was the rightest and smartest choice Joel could make, because, like, uh, pretty much, in order for them to make a cure, they were gonna have to kill Ellie, Yeah. but, like, uh, as it turns out, with the ability of science, that would have been the dumbest thing to do in that situation. Cause like, um, cause like Matt Pat did a whole bunch of research saying like, uh, oh, hey, this was, this disease was made by a fungus. And like, uh, if they're trying to make a cure out of it, what they need to do is just use Ellie's blood, not dissect her fucking brain which what they were trying to do in the game to which oh. from what i've been told to okay. which like um i knew i knew so they had the, the <clears throat> excuse me i knew they had to kill her to like make a cure but i didn't know like they need to dissect her fucking brain that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah because like um i i guess like the virus affects the brain i guess but like for some reason ellie's brain didn't go off for the virus to which oh. like uh, they thought like oh hey if the ellie's brain is fine let's dissect it and see what we can find wrong or right i guess in this situation but like um from what matt pat told me is like oh hey um don't fucking do that because like um there's no like a uh, cure like uh, like he went to a whole like thing about like fungus disease and stuff like that because like uh that's what that their whole zombie apocalypse is all based off. It's all based off like some fungus mushroom shit. Yeah. And like, uh, spores much, and shit. Yeah, yeah. And like pretty much, there's no like a vaccine for that kind of thing. But what you could do is like uh, take Ellie's blood and like use like some plasma 
fusion shit or whatever and like just inject it to someone else and be like oh hey now that ellie's blood is a part of me i might be immune over time or some shit like that like uh obviously like he knows how to explain it better so like shout out to game theory like uh if if you want to go check those guys out they'd probably explain it a lot better than me but like um the long story short is like uh joel was right in that situation and like uh, he was totally okay it should have been like uh, okay to like save ellie from like that whole situation yeah yeah and like uh that the bad character who is like the daughter of one of the doctors who got murdered by joel when mm -hmm. he saved her um pretty much like uh if if she knew the situation i don't know I, obviously i haven't played it but i, I feel like if she, she knew uh, i mean like yo man i'm just saying like they were gonna kill a kid and like yo like joel made the right decision probably could probably didn't have to kill them but like he made the right decision saving that kid obviously yeah. especially if she's still the kid uh, i i'm pretty sure she's still immune so yeah, like yeah, uh, she's still immune then yeah yeah she he made the right decision so like uh <clears throat> how how would the world survive i mean i guess i guess she's not going out to like go save the world or anything but like um if like uh, she's still like the best chance we have for survival so it's best to have her be alive and whatnot but like uh, my main point being is like um it's still it's still kind of fucked up how they killed joel but like uh, i understand from their perspective that it was the right thing to do but like from like a logical standpoint i can honestly say joel did nothing wrong like uh that's what i can say logically yeah because i i i kind of feel that way too because there's there's no guarantee that they can make a cure from killing her and dissecting her brain that just doesn't right. make any sense how you've never done it before you've never created a cure for this whole infection so how do you know that dissecting her brain is going to fucking cure her you could just try and like joe could give it give them her and then they fucking kill her and dissect her brain and they're like well that didn't work trying to do something more something else trying to find something else and you guys just got rid of your only freaking immune person in the whole yeah. freaking world at the time so it would have been uh a key bumble to do such a thing yeah so like uh that's that's why i kind of feel like uh like a it, it joel I, I i'm repeating myself here but like joel did nothing wrong here and like uh i just want to talk uh, as long as they're talking about like the last of us 2 i i'm gonna bring up a thing a lot of people have been like talking about and like that's mainly just the sex scene with abby <laughs> and like, that's, that's just a big no big yikes the gay transsexual sex scene yeah yeah like why why did Yo. they decide to add that <laughs> did you did you see this video somebody made this video right and it mm. was it was the whole it was that whole sex scene right but for each frame of the whole scene they had like two different characters from like video games or cartoons or whatever for like each frame so once you play it out in the full frame it's just like all the like a bunch of different characters like some of them are like uh someone was like crash bandicoot and like his like girlfriend or whatever in the game one of them was patrick and uh Sp spongebob and shit like that 
and so it was just go through so you see just all the characters changing but it's playing the whole sex scene it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my life yeah. i don't know i don't know who has the time to draw a frame every frame of a whole sex scene with different characters and then turn it into a fucking video some people have too yeah. much time on their hands i mean like the corona shit just kind not even ended like we're kind of just recovering from it so like um i feel like people should have should be allowed to have that free time especially now like uh yeah but is that really what you should be spending your free time doing i mean yeah, yo man to each their own uh, i guess did did he did the guy get a lot of views or from that i bet he did yeah probably <laughs> yeah yeah there you go it was, it was effort well spent his youtube channel shelf flourish okay <laughs> Alright, well, that's all I got on my podcast notes. You got anything else you want to add, Tariq? Um, yeah, uh, me and Andrew are, like, now, like, both members of Anytime Fitness, and, like, uh, yesterday we, we were getting some gains and whatnot, and, um, yes, my sir. body is utter- utterly destroyed. Yes, sir. Um, uh, like, uh, I, I drank all that, like, uh, what was it, power milk or some Muscle shit like milk. that? <laughs> Muscle milk. Muscle milk. Well, like, I drank all of that, and, like, I thought it was, I, you said it was going to help my body, to which I thought, ooh, maybe I won't feel this intense pain in the morning. No. I was wrong. No. <laughs> you want to feel the there. pain, though. That that means you worked them out real nice. Uh, it, it's it's really just my right arm, Andrew. You know what I need my right arm for? I need it for, like, gaming. I need it for drawing. <laughs> and, like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a noodle now, Andrew. <laughs> That was my left arm last night. My gosh. Uh, it could not keep but, up. Yeah. But, like, um, yeah, yeah. And, like, um, it, it, like, eventually, at some point, I hope that we'll both be buff enough so we can just go on the gram and make some JoJo poses. I, Oh, yeah, that'll like, be dope. Yeah, yeah. That That's the end game right there. Yeah. The, the main story is for me and Tariq to look like anime protagonist characters, and then my end game is to look like Terry Crews and play a whole ensemble with my muscles. <laughs> that's the like, end goal. Uh, like, I feel like that's a weird end goal. Like, like, don't get me wrong, Andrew. Terry Crews is a nice guy, but, like, I don't know. I, I like when I look at like when I look at him, I'm not thinking, mm, this guy must get a lot of chicks. I'm thinking, ah, this guy's this guy's too intimidating. Or yeah, something like that. Exactly. I wanna scare pussy niggas. Uh, uh, they won't well, wanna fuck with all, me. They'll be pussy. They see my big uh, muscles, they'll be too scared. I go like, Give me your lunch money and they go like, Yes, daddy. And that's well, how it goes. Well, well, I mean, Andrew, but by that time, I'll also be a muscly guy, too, but I'll be, like, thinner and whatnot. So, like, <laughs> again, I'm going for anime protagonist body lifting yeah. to what you're going for, like, extreme body lifting, to which I feel <laughs> if anime's taught me anything, I'll be faster than you, and, like, you just won't be able to touch me. No, 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 that's only if I'm looking like fucking... Uh, the freaking super buff form of the Super Saiyan, then my muscles will get in the way of me moving. I'm not gonna have muscles to the point where I can't even reach around my back. That's too much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that buff. That's just disgusting yeah. buff. Yeah, I guess, I guess. 
but still, Teddy Cruz level buff is kind of big buff for me, so which I feel like, nah, I just, I just need a six pack and some muscles on my arms. That's it. That's all I need to okay. feel complete. <laughs> all right, that, all right. way, that way I won't, like, that way when I take off my shirt off at the beach, I won't feel, like, slightly, like, less, like, um, I don't know the word, but, like, I won't feel all down on my shirt. Like, yeah, there we go, embarrassed. <laughs> so, but like, if I had a six pack, though, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm the big man over here." What, you, what you got? What's that, Tubby? Uh, uh, nothing. Get out of here. Okay. okay. I'm right. Yeah. Right, so and also, a... it doesn't help that my little sister one time called me fat for eating a whole pizza <laughs> by myself. So it's like, Ooh. Ooh, that's a that's a blow to the that's ego. A blow to my ego, right there. <laughs> Alright, well that's it for our podcast. Uh, yeah, so check us out on Anchor. You guys can leave questions like I always tell you. Or you can uh, check out the YouTube channel, Chef Daddy. So the podcast will be there on Anchor or YouTube. And then all the previous episodes will be on there too. But that's all I got for the podcast. So we'll see you next time on Two Nerds, Two Nerds One, one Mike. Mike.